The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Custom-tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. And here we go. The Annex Wealth Management Show is on the air on 92.5 Fox News. A nice Sunday morning in Naples. Got a lot going on. Now, that old Naples 10K has already gone off, but... If you're in a support crew and you're kind of waiting for your runner to finish or hand them some water or whatever, uh, thanks for joining us. Naples Yard and Garden Show going on at Collier County Fair and Expo, JDRF Community Walk uh, at 9 a.m. at Estero. So there's a lot going on. In the next half hour, we are going to introduce you to the crew at Annex Wealth Management. My name is Danny Clayton. I'm the host, Mark Oswald. Uh, good morning. Good morning, guys. And Derek Felsky, good morning. Good morning, Danny. And Dave Spano, good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Last week was an interesting week. We're looking at the week ahead, but what are we seeing so far? Earnings season is about ready to conclude. What do we see so far, and what are we thinking about for the next week? Yeah, before we get into the next week, let's uh, let's look back for a second, if we can. You know, we uh, we crossed a bunch of numbers that we have not seen before. Uh, we got just to the within a shadow of twenty eight thousand on the Dow, the S and P, of course, almost thirty one hundred. And and you look at those numbers and you go, why is this rally occurring? right now and you and you have to really look at the wall of worry that we have climbed, and, and you can go back and look at a number of things that we have been concerned with. Of course, there was Brexit, and of course, uh, Boris Johnson said it will not go past October 31st. Well, it <laughs> did. Yeah. Uh, you can look past uh, a number of the other issues. Obviously, we have earnings season, which were expected to be down. Well, that was up, and earnings look good. And of course, you, we had talked about the Federal Reserve. What are they going to do? Not only are they going to lower rates, but what is going to be the messaging going forward. And we have a lot more clarity now than we did 30 or 60 days ago. But the big news uh, that helped the rally this week, Derek, and and some other things that are probably going to be what we're going to focus on going forward is the relationship between the United States and China. Yeah, there's there's clearly been a de-escalation of the, the trade rhetoric that occurred, you know, public headlines about the negotiation. And, you know, in the middle of the week, it came out of China that there was going to be a phased rollback of the tariffs that had been imposed up to this point point in time. You know, on Friday, uh, President Trump came out and said there is no agreement yet on a rollback of tariffs. But generally speaking, it sounds like the two sides are talking. They're making some progress. Uh, there's an expectation that a deal may be signed within a month or so. And that has helped to alleviate concern on the part of CEOs about the nature of trade going forward and, and the, the impact on their planning for CapEx and other things in the future. And, and the other thing that we want to talk about, you know, you talk about the confidence, but that can turn quickly, Mark, because a number of things that we are looking at, of course, is that when you look at consumer confidence, you look at CEO confidence, consumer confidence is up, CEO confidence was going the other way. That could change quickly if this deal does not come together. Well, that's an excellent point, because when you start thinking about GDP in this country in 2019, it's been the consumer. The consumer has carried the heavy lifting for the, the economy just by unemployment being at a 3.5% rate, some wage inflation, 2%, 3% in wage inflation, 
hopefully more people with more money in their pocket are out and spending more money, and that has kept the economy going. But to your point, it's business investment, it's it's M&A activity, it's stock buyback, and things like that that can really move the markets. If you get CEO confidence to get supported again, you got the consumer and the business communities both moving the economy forward. That could be powerful. If you just joined us, this is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News, a Barron's top advisor, four-time member of the Financial Times top 300 and a fee-only fiduciary partner. You'll hear us say it a lot. Know the difference. It is team, tech, and trust. You know, there's a lot of axioms that we have in this industry, and we try to try to get rid of uh, some of these funny sayings, but there are two. One is don't fight the tape, and the other is don't fight the Fed. Both of them are moving in one direction, Derek. No, they are. And, uh, you know, when you think about it, it's, it's kind of almost absurd to say, but even though the S&P's up 23%, when you compare the valuation of equities to the valuation of fixed income securities, uh, stocks are not particularly expensive given the levels of inflation and interest rates. I mean, you're seeing foreign buying of U.S. securities. You're seeing uh, U.S. growth at 10% forecasted for 2020, which is better than what they'll see in Europe and Japan. And with an equity risk premium of over 300 basis points, historically, stocks have done very well in the following 12 months. Yeah, and you know, that is really an important point because I think you, we kind of went over that, but interest rates, low interest rates make valuations of equity better looking, right? And and not only that, you talked about foreign capital coming here. Why is that happening? Well, it's happening because they're they're getting better returns. The valuations remain attractive. Interest rates here are a little bit higher than they are overseas, so that that can be attractive to foreign buyers. And at the same time, you you know, you have interest rates at this lower level, those dividends from companies like Disney and Verizon and AT&T look very attractive. And Mark, you know what we need to do now to the people who are listening to, the, to this show is pay, take a look at their portfolio because there has been a shift from one side to the other, from one sector to another, from value to growth, and I think we need to understand that. For sure, and I think that's the takeaway for people this morning is if your portfolio is out there, you've had that run-up that Derek was talking about in the S&P 500. Some fixed income has done very well in 2019, but for a lot of people, you're probably a little out of balance, and it might be out of balance from an equity to fixed income standpoint, but you mentioned sectors. You know, technology's had a good run. Healthcare and financials most recently have had some good runs. Maybe you're a little overexposed there. You think about your portfolio and what your exposure is in world uh, capitalization. Are, are you? What's your exposure to Europe right now if Germany is coming out of recession? All those things kind of go into the mix, and it would be a good opportunity to take advantage of that free portfolio review because it's an opportunity to x-ray your portfolio and say, what do I own? Why do I own it? What's its place in my portfolio? How does it advance my financial plan? And that, of course, is always a healthy exercise. And and Danny, you know, there's ways to do that, and there's ways to go to our website and get those free portfolio reviews, but people have to remember the way their portfolio looks today might be might might not be the right position as we go forward, and there's ways to take a look at that portfolio. It's pretty easy, and our website really tells our story, so we ask you to uh, visit it and kind of look through it. We are brand new in Naples, but we certainly have been in the business for an awful long time. The website is AnnexWealth.com. Uh, what we'd like you to do is click that Get Started button, and what will open up is a very small screen that, that kind of asks for some contact information, and we promise we will not bug you. That's just so we can get a hold of you. Uh, I think right at the bottom is the most important thing because we say, tell us a little bit about yourself, and that might be the story of, listen, we live here in Naples in the winter, and we uh, are in Ohio or Indiana or Michigan or Wisconsin or somewhere. We're looking for a local partner. We would love to hear that, and we'd love to begin the conversation, and that's all it is is a conversation 
conversation. And you start that at AnnexWealth.com just by clicking the Get Started button. Back in a bit, this is the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management, where we ask you to know the difference. The Wall Street Journal has published a list of questions to ask your financial advisor. The very first one is, are you a fiduciary and are you willing to put that in writing? We've been asking people listening to our show to do that for years. That's just one of the ways to know the difference between financial advisors. People come to us every day with what I call a mishmash. Statements here and there, overlapping investments, no consolidation. Annex Wealth Management can clean that up and put it in order. Our team of investment, tax, and estate planners will work to make sure your plan is clear and coordinated. If this makes sense to you, or if you want a second opinion on your investments and retirement planning, go to AnnexWealth.com. You can learn more there, or simply hit the Get Started button and start the process. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. I hope we see you soon. Many children in Southwest Florida face an uncertain future with their health, but Nicholas Children's Hospital Foundation is here to help. Through special individuals just like you, the Nicholas Children's Hospital Foundation's mission is fulfilled, fighting along with the children of this community on their journey to wellness through medical research and innovation, bringing hope and healing, especially to those children with very complex health issues. But we really need your help. You can create health and happiness in the life of a child. By creating a special gift within your life insurance, estate plan, or even your current retirement plan, Southwest Florida has a rich tradition of philanthropy for children. And now, Nicholas Children's Hospital Foundation is here to expand that legacy. For information, please call 239-263-2223. That's 239-263-2223. Nicholas Children's Hospital Foundation, a tradition of giving, now in Southwest Florida. Won't you be a part of something special today? Custom-tailored investment and retirement planning from a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference? It's team, tech, trust. Last week, we sat down with Randy Winkler to talk about some of the more frequent questions asked by clients during meetings at Annex Wealth Management, and we're emphasizing some. In fact, Randy, both you and I heard from different people about how much they liked the segment, but there were unanswered questions. Right. We had way more questions that came up this week than we came into last week's session with. So. Well, I think we even said, you got to come back, and we've decided that you are now back. Yep, I'm um, back. Randy Winkler is Manager of Financial Planning at Annex Wealth Management. He's also a CFP. He's heard it all. Welcome back for the sequel. Thanks, Danny. All right. Here's one. Do I save for retirement first or college for my kids? This is a good one. We get this one a lot. I like to use analogies. And like when you get on a plane, you hear the message in the case of a loss of cabin pressure, put your own mask on first and then your child. You have to take care of yourself before your kids. You have to take care of retirement before helping your kids with college. It's very important that unless your plan is that, hey, I'm going to put my kids through college, they're going to get a great job, and I'm going to live with them in retirement. Haven't seen that. Uh, a couple of people have actually thrown that out as a plan, haven't seen it actually work in reality. But you've got to take care of your own situation before you can move on to helping your kids. Does that mean you need to fully take care of retirement, or can you divvy some into a good college fund? Yeah, that's a great question, and it's about knowing where you're at and what track you're on. 
So when we do a financial plan, we take a look at it and say, okay, you're 84% funded for retirement, and that looks pretty good. We try to shoot for about 82% or higher, and it's, it depends on the, the client. Uh, they each have different comfort levels. But once you're on track and you can see, hey, I'm doing all the right things, then you can take some of your discretionary income that remains and put it towards college. Okay, but what if you're a couple in their 30s or 40s and you've got fairly young kids and you're you're saving for retirement, you're doing all the right stuff, you've got the Edvast or whatever that program is, should you wait on one and, and go harder at the other? Is the, That's the art? Yeah, it is an art and uh, knowing where you're at. There'd be no point in saying, okay, we're going to so fully put all of our resources towards, towards funding retirement that we're going to have way more than we need at that point and then do nothing for college. So it's, it's applying the correct amount to each of the goals. Last fall, we were raking leaves in our front yard and... Uh, three or four houses down there's there's a young couple and they've got young kids and the little kid marches up and we're just kind of making conversation and he just says to me i have twelve thousand dollars in my college fund and it's like i don't think your parents want you to be talking about that he's proud they've got quite an achievement (laughs) yeah that's good but i'll tell you this too both our boys went off knowing that a lot of their college was taken care of and i don't know if i would have done that again because i don't know if they had enough of their skin in the game Yeah, that's a big thing that we see with any kind of investing when something is just given to you. I know we've talked in the past about people that have inherited money or won money or won the lottery. A lot of times it doesn't stick around very long because you didn't have the skin in the game. It came too easy. So there is an element to this beyond the I want to take care of my kids and make sure that they can um, go to college to they've got an investment in their own future. Randy Winkler is here. We're talking about common questions from planning meetings that we encounter with our clients. This is part two. Our next one is, should I take a 401k loan? I've been with you enough. I think I know the answer. And you know that usually my answer to any question is, it depends. Okay. This is one I'll say very strongly, no. I've seen once in 20 years where I I thought it was actually a good use for taking a 401k loan. They're generally, they should be used as the last resort. We have no other options. But too often people use them at at like a checking account or it's like a line of credit. I'm just going to take some money out of this and buy a car or go on vacation or down payment on a home. They make it a little bit too easy. And that's one of the things I don't like about the 401k industry because people use them incorrectly. So let's say you use it and you've got a great reason. I want to do something with this. There's a couple of things that you need to know. You, when you pay back the loan, you're paying it back with after-tax dollars. So think about that. There's after-tax money, paid taxes on it, going into an account that you're then going to pay taxes on when it comes out in retirement. So you're going to get double taxed. So it's very expensive money. If you should terminate employment, that's you get a new job, you get laid off, whatever happens, that loan becomes due in 60 days. This is where I see the most pain and suffering. So let's say you've got a $50,000 loan. Well, now you got 60 days to pay that back. And if you don't, it gets tacked on your income. And if you're under 59 and a half, you have a 10% penalty. I've seen one case ever where I thought it made sense, and that was somebody who was having health issues, didn't have uh, insurance, and it was a matter of survival. Another reason why you don't want to do this is you take away the opportunity for growth on those funds. So let's say you take half of your 401k money out. That's money that's not working for you. All of those soldiers that you've sent off to fight the retirement battle for you, they're not growing. They're not building. The compounding effect is lost. So even though you're paying it back and you're paying it back to yourself, you've lost those months or years or whatever it took to get back to where you started from. Randy Winkler's here. We're talking about common questions from planning meetings uh, that we encounter with clients. What does the average retiree spend in retirement? Well, that's an interesting one. When I heard this question, I thought, 
thought, I don't know if I've ever met the average retiree because they're all different. Everyone has their own situations. But what we've seen, typically, you're just going to spend about 80 to 120% of what you spent pre-retirement. There's some people I've been working with for almost a decade. They retired recently. And every time I talk to them, they lower their retirement paycheck, what they need from their portfolio. They say, ah, we don't need that much. We don't need that. They've probably come down about 30% since they started because they're realizing that a lot of the expenses that they they had were associated with their jobs. We see other people that they're retired and they go, hey, we're starting to, we're going to take cruises and we're going to get a new car and we're going to do this and the expenses go up. We're going to go, go, go. Right. Yep. But it typically takes a couple years to settle into what the, a comfortable number is there. And it's also not a flat level. There's something called the retirement smile. So if you picture a smile and that's your retirement spending. And when it starts out, you're at a high. And then as you slow down, when you go from the go-go years to the slow-go years, you spend less. And then when you get to the no-go years and you have healthcare expenses, it comes back up again. So no matter what, step one is getting Randy, you and your team involved with our free portfolio analysis. You guys go over their stuff. They come back with no nonsense, no obligation suggestions. And then you can ask Randy more questions in meetings like that. Randy Winkler, Manager Financial Planning and a CFP at Annex. Thank you for joining us. Always love to be here, Danny. Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. In the Wall Street Journal's list of questions to ask your financial advisor, the first one is, are you a fiduciary and are you willing to put that in writing? We will. Our team of investment, tax, and estate planners will clean up your overlapping, inefficient portfolio and make sure your plan is clear and coordinated as your fee-only partner. Go to AnnexWealth.com, hit the Get Started button, start the process. I'm Dave Spano, and I hope we see you soon. Cut through the clutter with Axiom, the weekly newsletter from Annex Wealth Management. Subscribe today for seven insights built and delivered to you every Sunday. It'll help you navigate the markets and the things that affect your money. The Axiom. Sign up at AnnexWealth.com. Many children in Southwest Florida face an uncertain future with their health, but Nicholas Children's Hospital Foundation is here to help. Through special individuals just like you, the Nicholas Children's Hospital Foundation's mission is fulfilled, fighting along with the children of this community on their journey to wellness through medical research and innovation, bringing hope and healing, especially to those children with very complex health issues. But we really need your help. You can create health and happiness in the life of a child. By creating a special gift within your life insurance, estate plan, or even your current retirement plan, Southwest Florida has a rich tradition of philanthropy for children. And now, Nicholas Children's Hospital Foundation is here to expand that legacy. For information, please call 239-263-2223. That's 239-263-2223. Nicholas Children's Hospital Foundation, a tradition of giving, now in Southwest Florida. Will you be a part of something special today? It's easy to forget stuff. Keys, meetings, anniversaries. Remember who sold your annuity to you? Once the check clears, it's rare to hear from them again. Annuities are often oversold to people just like you, generating substantial sales commissions. They're misunderstood. What sounds great during the sales pitch dissolves into something that's hard to figure out. Good news. Annex Wealth Management offers unbiased annuity reviews with no catch. When you see the way Annex operates, you'll know the difference. Unbiased annuity reviews from Annex Wealth management. That's all you need to remember. AnnexWealth.com. Team, tech, trust, and a fee-only fiduciary model that works in your best interest. Can your advisors say that? This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. 
We're back on 92.5 Fox News, Sunday, November 10th, which means tomorrow is the 11th. And if you are a veteran, everybody at Annex Wealth Management would like to take our hat off and, and salute you because uh, Veterans Day is just one of those really, really special days. And I, I just sometimes feel that Americans sometimes confuse Veterans Day with other holidays, but Veterans Day is for living veterans who served, and we need to remember them. In fact, there's a lot of stuff going on today. There's, If you are veterans, it's free admission today to the Naples Zoo. Later on today, the Naples Concert Band is having a Veterans Day concert, so there's lots going on, but again, um, my dad was an Air Force veteran. Uh, don't know if any of your guys... Sure. Uh, well, of course, uh, we, have, uh, we have, as I told you, we have two folded flags in our house, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not living vets anymore. You know what, but you, you really, it's hard to appreciate the American flag sometimes, but when it's folded and presented to uh, a widow or a widower, it, that, that is one of the most amazing things ever. Yep. Welcome back. Anyway, uh, if you just joined us, this is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Uh, we're new in Naples. Uh, we've been in business for an awful long time. We have lots of friends and clients in this area, and we thought it would be a great place for us to be, to offer our services. Yeah, no question. You know, I've been coming uh, here for uh, an awful long time, in fact, in, back into the 1980s, and uh, it is a wonderful place and uh, you know the traffic on 41 obviously gets uh, gets a little packed up uh, uh, in the second I'll take quarter. it yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. all right but you know uh, there's a saying and I mentioned it earlier in the show about not fighting the tape uh, and one of the reasons I brought that up is because as we hit all-time highs some people think well is that it have we have we ticked to the top and and that's do you, really do you find that clients are, are worried about this now yes. Dave yeah well yeah and, and they are worried about it because you know look at this rally that we've had and uh, and again not a political political commentary that's not our position but uh, since Trump uh, became president and we don't we don't we don't invest our politics uh, the Dow has gone from below 18,000 uh, to 27,000 but I heard these same things when when President Obama was elected uh, you know the Dow was at 6,500 and ended up much higher so uh, we really focus on fundamentals we focus on what companies are doing how they're spending their cash but the reason why I brought up don't fight the tape Derek is because after it has hit a high that continues on sometimes for three and six and 12 months afterwards. Now, this might be a bit unique because we're heading into a very volatile time of the year, which is the election that's coming up in uh, almost a year from now. You know, 2019 is the first year since 1987 where the S&P rallied more than 20% on a total return basis in the first nine months of the year. And in the past, when that has occurred, while October has typically been weaker than average, the markets have tended to be higher by the end of the year. And, you know, we look at seasonality a lot. You know, there's the old saying, you know, buy in November and sell in May. Uh, well, we're entering the seasonally strong period of the year. We're looking for a positive uh, year-over-year comparisons and earnings next year. And the Fed has got our back. So, you know, as, as trade uncertainty abates, which is something we're looking for, at least in the near term, uh, one would expect that people are going to put risk on and try to outperform these benchmarks, which are becoming very difficult to beat for many active managers. And that's really, that that's a great term, risk on, risk off. And Right now, we are in a risk-on environment, meaning that we're starting to see some risk. But, Mark, if people are not sure the risk that they have in their portfolio, what do they do? Well, it's a, it's a great opportunity to do that because when you talk about the markets being up, whether you're talking about the equity markets or the bond markets in 2019, sometimes it's easy to say, hey, you know, let's just go, go, go. And I think for a lot of people in our community here in Naples, you start to think about what's my appetite, what's my true appetite for risk. That risk assessment is really important. We take a couple of different unique tools that 
Annex Wealth Management and take our clients through that risk exposure, risk tolerance questionnaire. And, and it, it's different because it's interactive. We're trying to score the portfolio that you have and compare it to your true risk profile as a family, not on an account-by-account basis, but holistically, comprehensively, looking at wealth management and investment management as being part and parcel of, of, of a bigger picture. So when, when you think about your risk appetite, you, you really should think about what your experience has been in 2019, and it would be a healthy exercise to go through that again. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News, Sunday, November 10th. Thank you for joining us. Our website, AnnexWealth.com. Please visit that. Check us out. Uh, we think it tells our story. You know, uh, really important point. We think about a year ago and where we were as we headed into the end of the year. The Federal Reserve was raising interest rates. Here they're lowering interest rates. And you gave me a really interesting fact, Derek, about what the sector performances were last year. The interesting thing about last year was we had phenomenal earnings growth, but we had multiple compression throughout the year. So basically, despite the fact that earnings were growing at north of 20%, equity prices and generally most asset classes finished negative. In fact, about 90% of the asset classes we track last year posted negative results. This year has been exactly the opposite, where we've seen multiple expansion, which means higher valuation according to equity securities, despite the fact that earnings have been flat. So, you know, when you go from point to point, the overall returns have been solid, but it has been a, a volatile period for folks, and there's been lots of negative headlines, lots of worries, as you mentioned in the first segment. Uh, but right now, fundamentals are starting to take take precedence. And Mark, as we look into next week, uh, we know that earnings season is winding up, but we're going to pay a lot of attention to what's happening with the China relationship. For sure. I mean, I think it's been the headline of 2019 is what's been happening with trade. You know, And, and I think that you know, when you talk about the two largest economies in the world, the U.S. and China, and the way that they interact with each other, it's important. It's important for the strength of the dollar. It's important for what's happening with currencies around the world. What are central banks around the world doing its impact on other regions like Europe? So, you know, this was a positive step forward. Nothing's a done deal yet, but at least it's a move in the right direction that some of the trade rhetoric is, might get out of the way of big multinational companies that do business around the world, the way that we import things, the way that we export things. If that gets itself resolved, it really could be be supportive for stocks, big stocks, you know, S&P 500 stocks going forward. Uh, in the last 15 seconds or so, Mark, how do people move forward if this is something they want to take a look at? Well, I think it's important for people to understand that you're working with a fiduciary, and I think that that is goal number one when you're an investor is to work with somebody who's got your back, that's going to act in your best interest from a legal standpoint. If you're interested in doing that, you can go to AnnexWealth.com, sign up for that free portfolio review, hit that Get Started button. It's complimentary. We believe in it so much, we'll do it for free. If you're interested, go to AnnexWealth.com. We also invite you to uh, subscribe to our Annex Wealth Management YouTube channel. Lots and lots of our past content is there. It's tremendous learning content. Really, really good stuff. We also have a weekly newsletter called Axiom. We ask that you sign up for that. That's absolutely free. Do not have to be a client for that. That's Axiom, A-X-I-O-M. But again, the first stop should be AnnexWealth.com. Just click that Get Started button, and you can begin the process. Thank you very much for listening, folks. We will see you in a week. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News.
The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation.